0: Movies, 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 movies.
1: What is this? Lo and behold, it's another podcast from the movie guys. Of sorts, as you may or may not know if you're listening or watching this show, the movie Showcast has ridden off into the sunset. However, we have some good news. It will be returning intermittently. Uh, We're going to be bringing you some interviews now and then, and we'll bring you some whole Showcast shows now and then as well. The weekly version of it, however, has gone away. Now, with that information, we hope anyone who's tuned into us on iTunes will find us also on iTunes. Now, look up the new movie show. Uh, My name is Paul from The Movie Guys, and The New Movie Show is our latest version of a a weekly comedy show that we're bringing you. It's still previews of new films that are opening up in theaters. It's still plenty of jokes. It's still plenty of wacky stuff. And the same crew of uh, Movie Guys, uh, Karen, Bart, and Adam, joining me every week. So look up The New Movie Show on iTunes, and of course, uh, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash The Movie Guys, and you'll find everything that we're up to there, including... Uh, this show you're going to listen to in future podcasts That, again, will just come out a little intermittently The new movie show, ho, however The new movie show, however Every week So thanks for tuning in And uh, there's a reason to bring this back The audio form of our show Every once in a while And this is a good one As we have in studio Now, I want to make sure I get your titles right But we have Chris Cullen and Melody McCune From Wheed and <laughs> But last year you, you showed up because the movie guys will be returning to WhedonCon. Now this is an all Joss Whedon all the time convention for fans, and it's a charity convention. So a lot of the money goes to a lot of the money that you pay to get in and spend and all that kind of stuff goes to a couple of certain charities. We're going to get into all of that here in a second. But first, let me get your titles right. What do you two do? And introduce yourselves for this great WhedonCon event.
0: Um, well, I am Chris Cullen, and I am co-head of social media for WheatonCon,
1: which can't be a small task. No. Who's your uh, Who are you co-heading it with? Melody. Okay, that's so me. that's your new thing. Mm-hmm. Last year, thing, I think I said you were with programming, we were, but we yes, were. now you've moved over into social. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, still a huge task though.
2: It's a beast. Yeah. That's for sure, but it's a lot of fun.
1: So, Melody, tell us about how often you're on there, what sort of stuff you have to, to tell people, and, and of course, where people can go to find out all things they need to know about Weed and Con.
2: Uh, well, I run the Twitter account, um, Chris runs the Facebook. Um, I usually post about four or five times a day. Um, we usually have like a set we try to coordinate as much as we can, but especially getting closer to the con, we kind of have like a set schedule about the things that we want to talk about. Um, I also try to post like fun, you know, Whedon jokes and gifs and things to just kind of keep people <coughs> and their eyes on us. Um, so they can follow us at WhedonCon on Twitter, um, and then they can go to weedencon.com obviously, for more information.
1: So piece of cake, are you on Instagram as well? We, yes. We are. Oh, we Facebook are, we, too. Facebook. So it's not so easy a job. Mm. Yeah, multi platform. It's it's it's
0: busy, isn't it? Anytime it's, you try and do that. I'm trying to do it, uh, it for movie yeah. guys and then sweat. No, it's tough. We have um we have our team right now divided among platforms. Yeah. So like I'm the Facebook and the newsletter and Mel is the Twitter. Pretty much she just runs the Twitter. Um I've got a couple people who come in to help with the Facebook sometimes, but Mel's self-sufficient with the Twitter, <laughs> and then we have someone in on Tumblr and someone in on Instagram, and we try to coordinate as best we can with the big news. But otherwise, we just kind of fill our days with Weed and stuff, mm-hmm. Weed and references, and then when we roll out the news, uh, we keep people talking. Is what we yeah. try to do.
1: What's the latest thing you've rolled out news-wise going on at Weed? Um,
2: well. I know that I, the first thing I talked about today was our prom at the bronze party on Saturday night.
1: Well, we went to that last year. That was fun. And it's coming. So, so it's coming fun. back. Yeah? Yes. And who's our uh, musical guest?
2: Ooh, well, we have the Fallen Stars. It's one of our bands. And then. Who's the Are they being? playing the prom again? Yeah, they're playing the prom. They're not programming. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not positive who's playing You the find prom out things here. from
1: programming. It. Oh, how exciting! excited. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's news I... to me too.
0: Um, but I know it's going to be fun. It was a lot of fun last year. <laughs> it was. It was, great. It was a nice end, uh, night end capper, mm-hmm. I guess. We're
1: still scared.
2: having the costume contest this year too um, that we had during the prom last year. Um, I don't know if we're doing that again this year. At the same time, combining. But, I yeah. saw it on the
1: schedule. The cosplay contest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So come as your favorite uh, Whedonverse character. And mm-hmm. we're
2: having the talent judge it this year, so that should be a lot of fun. Oh, now who would that be? Um. Well, Nicholas Brendan, Dagny Care, and I believe Camden Toy.
0: Nice. Because, and, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Mel's looking for input on who to cosplay for the, next weekend. So, oh, wait, yeah. if you have any suggestions, you specifically.
2: Me specifically, it doesn't have <clears throat> to be Whedon related.
0: Obviously that. Would well, what be do people? Nice what too? do people
1: tell you right away when they see it? And you can look at, for a photo of us at the uh, the movie guys <laughs> Facebook page. That'll post up there as you well. Need as a Twitter. reference. Yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, redhead, right?
2: Uh, redhead. Yeah. Thin, Anybody. Pretty.
1: So that's like that's like a hundred verse girls' <laughs> <laughs> <recognition> day <laughs> yeah, right. or Allison Hannigan. You could go with any one of those. Is anyone you want to come as this year?
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: Did you guys do it last year? Or were you I too didn't. busy coordinating? Too really? busy coordinating. Yeah. I want
2: to try to be better this year.
0: There you go. Um, I suggest Peggy Carter, as yes, I always suggest Peggy, Peggy, Carter. Peggy Carter. She is my Mel. fave. Now, would you
1: go like for a wig, or would you just do up as you are and say, you get it, right? You get it. Yeah, yeah, I would
2: just get the hat, the red hat and the, the blue dress. Some people are it.
1: hardcore. They got to go full, you know, oh, everything it takes.
2: But I'm not that kind of person. I like to think I am, but no.
1: Plus people will be looking for you the day of <laughs> like we need help and then they can't find you.
2: <laughs> they can't find me.
1: <laughs> but overall, uh, since we've kind of launched into details about WhedonCon, Chris, give us the overall of what this whole event is. Okay. I mean, pretty much I think a, a, an all Joss Whedon fan convention sums it up, but go into detail a little bit. Well, first.
0: we are uh, by fans for fans. We are a product of Fandom Charities and Whedonopolis. Um, Whedonopolis, the news site and Fandom Charities is a charitable organization. Um we are our own thing though of course we're weed and con and every year we choose different charities this year we're raising money for two different charities um with our convention and they're they're really exciting this year actually so the first one is the al wooten jr heritage center which was a passion project of the late ron glass from firefly mm-hmm. who played shepherd book um, and this charity really was very high up on his priority list like he spent Years, contributing and working for this charity, and when he passed, I mean, they even spoke at his memorial service. Is how like, how much they he wasn't just yeah put
1: my name on it yeah mm-hmm. like, he was involved he was
0: involved and um and it really meant a lot to him. And so when he passed, we wanted to do something special, and so we've decided that this is going to be our primary charity this year is the Wooten Center. And what the Al Wooten Junior Heritage Center does is <clears throat> it provides free after-school programming for students in grades three through twelve who don't have somewhere else to be for those hours after school. And then in the summer, it provides affordable summer programming for kids in grades three through twelve. And so I think that it's, um, I think it's an incredibly worthy cause. I used to, I used to teach elementary school and I, I think it's just absolutely wonderful to be able to give these kids somewhere safe. Somewhere where they can be accountable, somewhere where they can be helped, and somewhere where they can be safe.
1: And doing it through geekery.
0: Right, of yes. course. And that's always right? the, the beauty, best. right? Yeah. So whenever we do choose our charities, it's it's not even just we get to do something wonderful and make the world a little bit better. It's we get to do it with I'm, a big I'm smile spending, on our face. Yeah, I'm spending thirty bucks anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Why would we not do this have all this fun while we're raising money for charity? And then our second charity is my friend's place which is a, a homeless sh- shelter that offers um, homeless services, but it doesn't just provide um, food and shelter and uh, hygiene supplies. It actually goes the extra mile and provides these kids with access. Oh, and specifically a youth homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And it provides these kids with access to the arts and access to education opportunities and like my friend's place, it really just blows me away what they're able to um, do with their resources. And so I'm really happy that we'll be representing uh, them as well. And they also have this reputation that I think is kind of important because uh, it's a shelter for homeless youth, right? They uh, have this reputation as being the safe space for LGBT youth, Mm. um, which is actually very significant in uh, when we're talking about like homeless teens and runaways because there's a disproportionate number of they probably are forced out by our uncompromising Mm -hmm. um, caring parents exactly and so it's really important that if you're fleeing an unhealthy or dangerous situation that you do have a safe place to land and my friend's place has this reputation for being that all-inclusive judgment-free safe place that's cool so i think that just makes it even better that's cool. And I I love that, like I said, I used to teach. I think that our, our charities are so worth it. Uh, ah. It's so exciting to be able to help kids and to be able to give to causes that I know are absolutely worthy and powerful.
1: Karen uh, from the movie, guys, who is not here today, but you've heard her on the show before. Uh, she and I did a play... Um, about 10 years ago now um, but we raised money for Gilda's Club which is Gilda Radner's charity oh, okay. for cancer support now both of our parents were dealing with cancer at the time mm-hmm. so they're in, they're in New York so we didn't know what we do it's like hey let's just help somebody and the karma's gotta help you know and sure enough you just feel better about your life when you're doing things you enjoy at the same time helping people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and so I think that's a good good thing I mean Come to WhedonCon, Feel good about yourself and then feel good about yourself. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. That's what it's so, all about. Yeah, that's that, the bonus. That's the extra bonus. Is Phantom Charity a thing wider than just WhedonCon?
0: It is. Oh, okay. um, it's, we, are, we fall under their umbrella. I couldn't tell you the specifics of what that umbrella is but 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 what other
1: what other cons do they they put on other cons i think where they're con
0: oh i see but But other fan related events
1: that are for charity but this is this is the big one so now you gotta come on out right (laughs) and it's may 19th through 21st
0: yes yes and it's at the warner center marriott in los angeles
2: new venue this year
0: a big shiny one have you been out there there were there Mm -hmm. were what four rooms last year right yeah Yeah, four rooms and i think there was five but there was one that we didn't really use in another building so really there were four rooms but you've seen the schedule this year
1: yeah Mm -hmm. there's already like five things going on at the same time Mm -hmm. for no
0: one should be bored and then you have the media room the screening room the game room we have 250 hours of programming this year very nice
2: 250 hours
1: so melody then tell us about (laughs) who can we expect to see there if you're looking at the schedule, who from the Whedonverse is showing up?
2: Oh, well, I my favorite that I'm really excited about is Nicholas Brendan, who, I mean, if you don't know who he is and you're a Whedon fan, then why are you coming? Um, so Nicholas, <laughs> but come anyway. But, but, but those, come anyway. Please, please come. <laughs> come
1: learn who he is. <laughs> for those of you who are like, but I love Harry Potter. Okay, we love you too. And Nicholas Brendan played Xander on the Buffy TV show.
2: Yes, but, you know, we are inclusive of all fandoms, so even if you're not super big into Whedon, we have people from other universes you will be. that are coming. Yeah. You will By be, coming. May yes. 21st. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really excited about him. I'm really... Well, I remember
1: last year he was scheduled to come. He couldn't make it the last yeah. year. He sent that little video where he was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But oh, he, he promised to come this year. And so, he's coming. And he's well, coming. So... That's cool.
2: I'm really excited about him. Um, who well, You mentioned Camden Toy. Camden um, Toy. Was featured in a
1: number of... Mm-hmm. Major yes. uh, episodes of Buffy and Angel, right?
2: I'm really excited about David Fury. Oh yeah, and he's Tim our guest, My guest ear. of honor. Yes.
0: Oh, what does the guest of honor entail? Does he get a throne or a parade or anything? Well, it's BYO throne. But if you do, <laughs> we'll carry it.
2: it will, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's in the should. contract. Yeah, right. even the social media guys. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grab a grab a
1: stool. We're mm-hmm. picking him up. We're carrying him around. Now, who would be on your wish list? Because this is just starting out already. You tried to get Nicholas. Didn't work out. He's coming back the next year. Oh, I mean, obviously, if you so could get Jost there, ever would be the greatest. Yes. But uh, in the meantime, I mean, it's pretty easy, I think, to pick who might be big deals to get under. Like David Boreanaz shows up or, or Sarah Michelle. Do you say Geller or Galar? I say, say Gellar. Okay, so do I. I've never heard. Who that. I've Galar. heard that a Who bunch, says and it seems and dude, that's how she pronounces it. It doesn't make did any sense. Did
2: you tell them they're me. wrong?
0: Oh, wait, I but did, <laughs> but then I got I got I got pushback. Oh, what? I I, oh man! <laughs> but, You're uh, blowing my mind. <laughs> I know. I've never
2: heard that. I mean, <laughs> as
1: a movie guy, I obviously love uh, even more than I'm. I'm actually underversed on the TV shows. I've seen. Important things, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I've seen Doctor Horrible and that kind mm-hmm. of. It wasn't necessarily a TV show, but it kind of falls in the middle of a movie right. and a TV show. It does, Um and that's great. God, that's <sighs> great. But I mean, to me, the Avengers is mm-hmm. right up there with Captain America: Civil War. Is probably the two greatest Marvel movies that have been as of yet.
2: Absolutely, and
1: that's all Joss. You know, mm-hmm. now uh, as far as Joss's movies, what have you seen? Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah. Kevin in the Woods is good. No, that's not. That's directed by, was it Matt Reeves? No. Who no. Um, oh, uh, I don't Oh remember. no, it's. Uh, I, I love this. him. I know this. <laughs> Goddard. Yeah. Goddard. Yeah, Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard showrunner oh. of Daredevil, writer of The Martian. Yeah, I
0: mean, oh, Drew Goddard is yeah. the man. Oh, okay. That'd be, he'd I be great to get. New today. Yeah, he would be. Working on getting him. Oh, so much he talk a, about. That would be amazing. Well, we're so excited about David and Tim, though. This is really like. Bringing in writers and producers from the Buffyverse, we're giving a totally different perspective Mm -hmm. than even we were able to give last year. Like, this is something, they're bringing things to the table that you don't get a whole lot at conventions. And I'm really excited for their panels. Like, I want to hear the kind of stories that they have to tell. And it's David Fury and
1: Tim. And Tim Minear. Minear. I feel like
2: we have more of a diverse group of talent this year i mean i feel like last year we were very actor heavy which is fantastic but like chris said we have writers we have producers we have stunt coordinators we have visual effects artists i'm i'm personally really excited i love the show agents of shield and uh, we have the visual effects coordinator mark kolpak who's going to be there and i'm very excited to hear some like behind the scenes shield stuff
1: okay i want you to tell me this then because i heard Early on, uh, from people that Agents of Shield was not that great, and they said that the fight scenes were kind of weak and characters who were supposed to be amazing weren't kicking ass the way they should. But now people are posting that the show is out of hand awesome. It's so fantastic. did it make it? D- did you love it from the beginning?
2: I actually did. Yeah? I mean, I understand. I understand people's complaints. It was kind of slow starting out, but once we got to the. Captain America, there is a Winter Soldier, where the
0: well, when, when S.H.I.E.L.D. Crossover. went down, right? Yes. They, yeah. they,
2: that episode from there on out, it just took off. Oh, that's good. And this season has been phenomenal. Now, I, now I'll binge.
1: See, there's someone saying <laughs> <"S- "She laughs> binge Heroes. And the next thing I know, it turned to crap and ended. And I'm like, right. oh, I don't want to. Now no, I don't no. want to jump in. So
0: I S.H.I.E.L.D. Know. definitely starts a little slowly. It's a little slow. Uh, but... I will say that they pay you back for it. Oh. I remember the whole in first full. season... I the, the first like sixteen episodes, it's just kind of like one-off stories, and mm-hmm. you're, you're like, man, it's almost like you a know, monster of the week type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love
1: that. Next Files,
0: oh yeah, well, you know, I mean, like the overall
1: arc of X Files was okay, but the monster of the week stuff was just the best.
0: But, and the monster of the week stuff is good, mm-hmm. but like, like, but of course, Buffy and Angel they had monster of the week. Firefly even had like threat of but the week. But they still
2: have like an overarching but they had an arc story. And
0: Shields' arc was undefinable for that mm-hmm. first like six because. And this was really specific, like Marvel and the network, and this was, they were holding on to their secrets tight about mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. collapsing. Mm-hmm. So they said, you can start your show this year, but you can't do the cool stuff until April. <laughs> and then, so like the second that um, Winter Soldier came out, that it was like Winter Soldier came out on, uh, so first of all, there's an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. leading up to Winter Soldier that like explains to you how everyone gets on that boat. Like, they, they, they were really mm-hmm. well integrated. Hmm. And then, so it was like, S.H.I.E.L.D. leaves the cliffhanger on Tuesday. Winter Soldier comes out Friday. Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. falls on S.H.I.E.L.D. that following Tuesday. And that moment in that episode is called, turn, turn, turn. Oh. And that moment so it was bad. the turning point for the series. And from there, it just whoosh, launched into, it went from like, oh, there's a new S.H.I.E.L.D. This is me personally, obviously, mm. to <laughs> like, the last six episodes of the season, I was like, Shield's the best thing on TV okay. right now. See, now
1: Melody loved it from the beginning, I get, but I've heard, Chris, your story more often recently from people mm-hmm. than any other that you, it's time to come around mm-hmm. to it. And Melody, Ghost Rider showed up? Is that right?
2: Yes. Okay, now
1: you got to talk to the visual effects guy. Now I want to hear about I how know. they put and Ghost he, Rider together on the show.
2: He was in the beginning of this season, and then he actually just came back. I, I, well, I don't know if I want to get too spoilery, spoilery but the effects for ghost writer are outstanding. Cool. Well, the effects in, in in general are just Oh, they're
0: well, that's amazing.
1: Good. I got I got I got to admit. Okay. I watched uh I watched Daredevil. I think Daredevil's
0: outstanding. We need to talk about one of our guests then. Oh, uh, we have? do. Christos Gage, who plays who wrote Oh, the first yes. who helped was on the writing team for the first season of Daredevil. Oh, okay. And wrote I think the ninth episode um of the first season, but he yeah. also wrote all of um, Angel and Faith season 9, all of Buffy season 10 and all he actually collaborated with Nicholas Brendan on mm-hmm. season 10 and then all of Buffy season 11. Well, there you go. The comics. So, and so Daredevil pull too. in from from Fertile Ground yeah. to mm-hmm. get their writers. Yeah, cuz he had written a lot of Marvel comics especially like um slightly obscure ones, he created titles and then made them really interesting.
1: Well, something about those shows, I mean, I haven't seen uh, Luke Cage. I've seen half of Jessica Jones. I enjoy that, too. I love, I love Jessica And Jessica I haven't Jones. seen uh, Iron Fist yet. But those those shows on Netflix look like movies on television. <sighs> yes. Fantastic. And then I checked out like Arrow and Flash, and they yeah. look mm. like TV shows. Um, I mean, just can't get into the some DC people tell universe. me Flash is, is great. Arrow's goofy, but Flash is really good. I've heard that, too. But, but... when I tune in, it just looks like a TV show and and somehow on Netflix they've crafted crafted this look where Daredevil looks like a movie. It just oh, it's, happens it's to, to be 13 parts yeah. or whatever. You know. So well, so that so if Shield can start looking like the Netflix universe of Marvel movies, then that's a big plus. And
2: I think they're getting there. I mean, they, you know, they have more of a budget I means Marvel obviously, but the effects have improved over the four seasons, I mean that I've noticed.
0: Well, I would think that Shield no matter the budget size they do like the visual effects team they do so much so
2: much work so
0: much more than you think we had a visual effects panel last year Mm -hmm. for S.H.I.E.L.D. at Wheaton Con and they showed us and Mark Kolpak and his members of his team were there I think he'll be coming alone this year Mm -hmm. but he brought members of his team and they got up and they showed a clip of and it was like a highlights reel basically of moments from the show and then they went back and peeled back what wasn't real, and of course you were like, "Okay, the Quinjet's not real," but then you're like, "Wait, the the roof's not real, the whole building, the doors is gone. not real, I know. the the building's not real, <laughs> <laughs> the actor's not really there." Like you blew you away. the The number of things that they affect and create and change, and I saw them um, at WonderCon and they were talking about the episode that had just aired and it was the, for SHIELD fans listening, it was the first, it was the mid-season finale, sort of that like, uh, not mid, but it was in February or March. The last one where um, we see the framework for the first time in the final moments. Mm -hmm. And um, they created like, DC <laughs> with the triskelion from uh Winter Soldier, like they they rebuilt the triskelion and put it, and it's on the Potomac, and they're like, it's astonishing what they could do from what angles and at what, and you don't even process that it's not really there. So I saw what,
1: the same thing at NAB for Walking Dead. Oh and wow! I, and it's amazing to think how much of Walking Dead wasn't there when you think really? oh, they just found a prison and they shot on it. Well. Not for every shot. For shots where the wall's blown out, you know, they they showed a, the actors walking through a little set of a wall blown out on a green screen. The whole building was put in and around so it. So the know, prison kind
2: of wasn't real. It was. But, okay. But when
1: they when they needed it to when they needed a shot that was more complicated or complex, you mm-hmm. know, and they. And they Needed to put it in with effects, it's again the peel away is amazing. And if they do, if they incredible. show anything like that again, where it's here's the
0: finished shot, let's just peel that away to the raw footage. You just like <laughs> it blows your mind. Huh? Yeah, and then we also had um, someone who had last year who's coming back this year from Shield is Gary Damico, who is the Special effects, special effects supervisor. Yes. <laughs> so Mark is the visual, the visual. effects supervisor. Gary's the special effects supervisor. I could tell you what they do, but I. He just
2: blows stuff up. And he blows <laughs> stuff up. like
0: that's what he calls himself, the guy who makes things go boom. Splat do explosion. And he brought last year. He had this behind the scenes video, and I'm pretty sure it was for an episode that hadn't aired yet last year. Really? I don't remember. I don't remember which episode, but it was a behind the, like he took it with his phone. And he was like, and here's our actors running from a fireball that's real, that I sat there. And so it was fun. It was like the exact opposite of what Mark – and they were on the same panel at the time, so it was funny. They were like – well, here's where you see that they're not really doing this. And he's like, and here's where I did put their life in danger. A combination professionally of the two is the best. Safely.
1: Yeah, if you combine the two, that's uh, the best. Because you're going to yeah. need visual effects, obviously, to do some things. Mm-hmm. But uh, a real explosion or putting actual stuntmen in danger. God bless him. I don't want to put you in <laughs> danger. But if you're willing to do it, the the payoff for the film is so much better. I mean, look at the – I mean, I always go back to my favorite movie of all time, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Look at the truck chase where Indy's on the horse chasing down the guys, trying to get the, the Ark out of the back of the truck. He's throwing dudes off the side of the truck. He's jumping on top. They're flying off the front. He's crawling underneath. I mean, all that stuff is just so dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. And if they just faked too much of that, you know, there was something about being in 1981 where – you're, you're having some restrictions, actually benefits mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the film. So, so I think a combination of, of the two is best.
0: So, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, speaking of stunt people, stunt workers, stunt performers, we have um, so Jeff Pruitt, who was the stunt coordinator for seasons two, three, and four of Buffy. And his wife, Sophia Crawford, who was Buffy's stunt double, oh nice, are coming. And then uh, no shortage
1: of work for her. I'm sure they've employed her every day. <laughs> Get and, in here
0: with and you kick someone's ass. Again. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and then so um, and then we have Steve Tartaglia, who was Spike's stunt double. Oh, cool. So it's kind of cool. We've got um, have them mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Right? yeah. And they're doing this. Uh, and there's a couple stunt demos, and I'm not sure who's distributed to where for which uh, program event, but. We also have this I would say this is probably the thing I'm most excited about about the whole convention is that Jeff Pruitt worked on the set for three years like recording um, and performing and practicing these stunts. And he took a bunch of behind the scenes footage and, and this is a Buffy seasons two, three and four. And he said he has over four hours of like just filming on the set of Buffy and he is uh planning to condense into a highlights reel and show this never before seen behind the scenes footage awesome at their panel which and he gave us a little taste of it for a video that we put out a couple months ago and it's like joss whedon turning and saying like can i set a guy on fire (laughs) like and it's a lot of just like off the cuff behind the scenes probably long forgotten stuff and buffy fans love hard so i think that's going to be the missing piece to some people's puzzle. Well, and they I really haven't am excited. done
2: a convention since 2000, right?
0: Um, yeah, uh, they and they've never done a convention in the United States. Yeah, Sophia that was Jack, like in Scotland for for their roles in Buffy. Okay. They did appear at a Power Morphicon here. For they, they also both worked on Power Rangers. But um, yeah, they they their last convention was in Scotland. So uh-huh.
2: this is like really never. Before seen footage, okay. So that's why y'all got to come. There's,
1: yeah, there's a lot going on. So, Melody, tell us the <laughs> cost to come and check this out.
2: Okay. Well, we uh just released new prices for our weekend membership. It's forty five dollars for three days. Really. Forty five dollars okay. for three days. Forty five dollars
1: <laughs> for three days. That's like nothing. Three days,
2: right? two hundred and fifty <laughs> hours of programming. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not going to find a deal like that anywhere else. And we, what's really special about our con is that you get really these intimate connections with the talent. You're not just sitting in a room and then there's a table between you and you're just listening to them talk. Like, we have all these opportunities for you to interact with our guests on a personal level. Um, So yeah, it's $45 for the weekend. Uh, It's $20 per day.
0: Mm, No, actually, it's gone... Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, for, for, for sorry the prices. price is ke- The prices just changed. <laughs> just changed.
2: So we're trying to get used to the new ones, but it's I think it's $20 for adults per day. It's going to um, be
1: around there though, which is still yeah, like, super exactly. affordable. We're not paying 60, 70 bucks a day.
2: And then um we have we do have military discounts. Um we have Oh,
1: Chris,
0: are you pulling up? I am. I'm pulling it up. Okay, so SwedenCon.com, of course, has that. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, So the full weekend, of course, is forty five dollars for the membership. Wow. Um, For Friday, you can go for twenty dollars if you just wanted to go for Friday. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday is
2: thirty dollars, and then Sunday's twenty dollars. We have uh, youth prices.
1: So you literally get half price to buy the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) And If if you bought each day, yeah. If you bought each day.
2: And this is only until Sunday?
0: Uh, The 14th the fourteenth. Yeah, our online prices end. So will this air by then by any chance? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So you have two days. Yeah, so. um, (laughs) Yeah, because the 14th is the last day to pay the online price. And then everything will go up just a little bit. But like the weekend, it's only going to go up, I think, to $50. Yeah,
2: which is still a steal.
0: Yeah, so I, I still think it's just a wonderful deal. And if you think about what we do have, if you take a look at our programming, like... With the makeup tutorials, the demonstrations, mm-hmm. the screenings, the like, y- y- the price is so cheap. Yeah, it's like, I think costs. I really and, and then all the money's going to charity. So I think that it's I feel like if you were going to a makeup tutorial done by the guy who actually does the makeup for Agents of Shield, which is a real thing we have, mm-hmm. and it was here, it was in West Hollywood or it was in Hollywood, you pay twenty dollars just to go to that yeah why won't you pay 15 a day and then go to oh, all I the think other they parties and i think people would and i, I want to like t- i think so i
1: want to tell you a story about the interaction you get with guests last year uh bart one of our movie guys said and on a diversity panel with damien Podier. yes mm-hmm. and so we would never known him or met him and he's coming back lo he's and coming behold, back yeah we chatted with him afterwards struck up a friendship he showed up on our podcast came and talked and we went in depth you know for an extra you can mm-hmm. find that on the youtube page or the itunes page look for our extended talk with him we you know his his thoughts on diversity were fantastic, but we got him in here. We talked about all sorts of stuff, you know, cool. <laughs> Cause he was like beating people up in Thor and he's in civil war. And of course all the Whedon shows. So it was cool to talk stunts with him for an extended period of time. And that sort of, like you said, there
0: was access to him. So you can exactly. just go up and yeah.
1: say hi and, and chat. And he was open to it. So
0: yeah, there's something, uh, there's a phrase I, I like to use when I'm talking about WhedonCon. con. I like to call us intimate by design. There you go. Like That's a good phrase. we don't, we're never going to be San Diego Comic Con where you wait in line and nor do we want to be. Nor do you want to charge $350. Where you wait in line for an overnight and like the, no, (laughs) the point is you're coming because of this experience that we can offer for you and, and our talent is there and like accessible and we Mm -hmm. have these, so we're, we're very, um, we're all about experience this year. Mm -hmm. So our meet and greets, for example, are, um, They're really radical, and I'm really into them. Do you know the game Cards Against Humanity? Yes. So our meet and greets this year, if you purchase a meet and greet with one of our celebrity guests, you and nine other people, because we cap it out at 10, sit down with them for an hour and play Cards Against Humanity. (laughs) So it's not just, I like you. Well, I appreciate you saying hello. (laughs) Bye. It's like, oh, so nice to meet you. You know, handshake. Loved you on Buffy. No, it's like you're going to have inside jokes with these people. Cool. Like this is, this is all what we're about is that we're about capturing, cultivating, curating this wonderful experience that when you walk away from it, the first thing you think is, when can I go back? Mm-hmm. And we have these cocktail parties too. Now, some of these are so obviously meet and greets, cocktail parties. Those are those, additional costs. Yeah. But luckily with our new price drop, um, you can, you're still in a very, very reasonable ballpark with these. Mm-hmm. um and so it's it's uh the meet and greets are twenty-five dollars. So for twenty-five dollars you get an hour playing a game that's probably raucous and who are we kidding, probably raunchy <laughs> with a celebrity you choose. We know this game. Right. Yes, we do. Um, and I think that's so cool. And then it's only nine other people, so like you get to talk to them, you get to play with them, they're going to remember you. And frankly, they're probably gonna say hi to you when they walk by you in the hall the next day. Um and then so we have these cocktail parties and we have these tea's and they are like collective meet and greets. So you can actually save money if you think about each person's meet and greet being twenty five then maybe you want to look into a cocktail party because each cocktail party comes with sixty dollars for two hours and it's you get to mingle with four of our guests for two hours in like a cocktail party situation and, You get two free drinks that are included in the price of your. your And this is L.A., so that's like twenty-five bucks. That's what I said. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I said like okay, so it starts at sixty, but you get two cocktails. So we're talking about thirty. You get food and you get hors d'oeuvres, as a party should have. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Two hours mingling with the other people and the uh, the talent who's there, and it's four people for every party, and we've got two of those cocktail parties. One of them is on Friday night, one of them is on Saturday night, and they are the Wolferman Hart company party, cocktail party, so it's like our, um, some of our villains. Nice. And then the other one is the Women of Whedon cocktail party. And they also both have private performances. And I'm not sure who's performing at which ones, but I think that information should be up on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's private performances at these cocktail parties, too. So, like, you're getting a show, your drinks, your snacks, your mingle. I think it's a steal. It's definitely
2: worth the money.
0: And then we also have teas. So, like, you know, if you're not a big drinker or if you're not planning to do evening programming, then... And, of course, there are virgin cocktails available mm-hmm. if you want to come and not drink. Um... But we have these teas, and they're both on Sunday. And in the morning, we have registered companions tea, which is a Firefly theme, and it has Firefly-flavored treats, like little strawberry treats and um, a tea. And it's very supposed to be like a a, a formal um, – like, I mean, have you seen Firefly? Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be modeled after the companion. Like, I know a couple people on our staff are planning to wear – Dress almost like Inara from Firefly. Wear something silky, something fancy, Uh, but of course that's not required. And it's forty-five dollars, and that's also two hours with tea, light snacks, and for celebrities. And then we have an afternoon tea in the library, which is the same thing, but it's an English afternoon tea, and it's slightly Buffy themed. Mm -hmm. Wow, I know. But so these special events, yeah, a
2: lot going on. And I mean, it's just hours? the
0: extra things. Yeah. The, there's also the 250 hours of things <laughs> that are included with your price.
1: Melody, is there anything you learned uh, from last year going into this? Because last year was the inaugural year. Oh, yeah. And yes. so putting together this year, did anyone in the team go, okay, let's do this that we didn't do last year, or let's not do this that we did last year, or any kind of changes like that?
2: Well, an this inaugural year, is- year can be you know, rough. It can be rough, um, but I think that. I think that we pulled it off i think you did absolutely for our first year um it's going into this year in a different position entirely you know like we said we're not programming anymore we're just social media um but in terms of
1: how did social grow from
2: how did the year social one grow oh i think it grew immensely
0: doubled really well oh yeah. yeah um you know what i can't give you that for sure because we didn't join social media until january so I don't yep. know where it was at the end of last year, but I can tell you while we've been on it, we've raised it significantly. Mels up a third, right? A little more.
2: I'm not really paying attention to that.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: she's all about content. She's putting up content.
0: I'm all about content. Can't
2: well,
1: sit down content. Well, numbers. It's about well, quality. You count the numbers. You <laughs> so track she's I can talk about content.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so we have we have increased since we took over in January, we have increased the Twitter by 35%. Um, the, as a the number of followers, but as a number of reach, uh, we're consistently pretty, pretty high performing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Twitter, the reach doesn't equate followers, whereas in Facebook, it can. So our Facebook, um, I don't know, we reached 70,000 people this week. So that's exciting. Um, I've been putting out a lot. What of. What if stuff. they all showed up?
2: Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Wouldn't seventy thousand
0: people high, you're opening the door like blah, 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 blah.
1: that would be a lot, right? Did the you doors have that many would just come
2: year? off the hinges.
0: Do we have seventy thousand? No, you did not. right? Oh, no, no, we were. We
1: were. <laughs> you didn't have two Dodger stadiums full of
0: people. <laughs> um, no, but so that's what's funny about social media is that you do you reach all of these people. Yeah, translating but, it but into a presence. It yeah, yeah. And there's this yeah. thing called conversion rate, and it's about how many of the people that you convinced to come to your site are buying, and so that's what we talk about and that's what we're well, It's easy about. to click
1: a like, but to get oh, off your so ass easy. and go exactly. see that thing that you liked in person well, is Well, and the other is thing is, is challenge.
0: you can love Weed & Con and live sounds in sounds like Minnesota. we're back at the Airtel yeah. at, by it the does. Van Nuys Airport, does <laughs> what happens last when we record year. during the day. Deja vu. Yeah, um, yeah but you can love Weed & Con, you can, you can like Weed & Con and post on our site every day, but live in Florida, or live yeah. in Minnesota, yeah, exactly. or live in Hawaii, and that doesn't mean you can get there next weekend.
2: I have people that reach out to me on twitter all the time and they're like you should have one on the east coast you know you should have one in florida
0: we're weirdly like, popular in australia weirdly track, popular in track australia our progress yeah <laughs> of like where our posts are going yeah and brazil i think
2: yeah
0: uh let's go uh with two favorite things
1: here first of all your favorite joss whedon property what is your thing is it buffy is it firefly is it much ado about nothing. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> what is it?
2: That's my favorite Shakespeare play in general. Um, I think Joss Whedon property. I I love Buffy.
1: Yeah,
2: I love Buffy. I I think actually, I think Buffy and Angel are probably tied for Yeah, I was gonna say the me. same thing, and I think of them it's, as one. They're
1: kind of one. Yeah, they be are like kind I of like one. Cheers and Frasier. You know?
0: <laughs> they're two sides <laughs> they, of the same they, coin. They complement
2: like... each other so well. I mean, obviously, Angel is, is a little darker and a little more mature, but I think. Yeah, I think they complement each other really well, so it's hard for me to pick one over the other.
1: Been a fan from the beginning? Um, Or did you come in late and binge?
2: I kind of came in late and binge. I didn't really start Buffy until I was in college, but I'd actually started watching Angel first. I remember watching it when it was still on the air. Um, I was on Angel. What?
1: What? I was an extra.
2: Wait, but wait. Still, that's so cool. First of some... all,
0: I feel like you told us this last time. I think and I I so, forgot terrible. And I get the pleasure of learning again. Uh, what were you doing? There was we this... tried to figure out what episode it was Yeah, last I wish
1: year. I could remember. It was shot up in Simi Valley in this underground reservoir. Yes. But the whole thing looked creepy with these columns. And were you and... wearing hoods? Yeah, hoods and... and masks. And we were worshiping this sort of crazy uh... demon. And there was a big fight going on. And all we did was stay like in the background. So I still I know the scene. Yeah. I know. And this is where I
0: was a year ago, too. Because I remember you saying almost those same words a year ago <laughs> uh, I can picture the scene but I can't remember what I, episode it is
2: not the episode title but yeah I- well,
0: well, let me tell you what we'll be doing
1: the movie guys at the uh, great Whedon Con so these are both Saturday events so Saturday the 20th the movie guys live at Whedon Con that'll be from 3 to 5 we're bringing back the showcast format we're gonna do our basically our podcast live show guests wacky stuff we're gonna preview summer summer movies talk to people and um, yeah, talk to people at the con get them on mic find out what's going on and have some fun with that. Plus, 6.30 p.m. that same night, Saturday the 20th, Wolverine's Retirement Party and Celebrity Superhero Roast. Last year, we did the Superhero Celebrity Roast in Peace Summit because everyone was fighting. Batman, Superman, the Civil War with the Avengers. So they all came together and healed through humor. Of course, it didn't go well. Uh, this, I don't imagine Wolverine's Retirement Party will go well either, but Wolverine, you know, he retired. He's done. So all the superheroes get together, throw him a big roast, and, uh, you know, I'm sure... till when? How long is that? 6.30 to 7.30 Uh, Chances are that'll be about
0: right
2: I loved the superhero I know you're actually breaking
0: my heart right now because we are working one of the cocktail parties. That we're so are we? So excited about, boop, boop, boop. but it's at 7. Uh, so we might only catch the first act. You just I hope broke you're my recording heart just
2: it. No, I didn't know that. Are you recording
0: <laughs> it again? Recording. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh,
1: here's, a, here's a little bit of last year's. Let me see uh, if it if how much of it uh, actually plays on Flying on
0: radio. racist sexist swamp thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's set to return. Yeah. We're hoping yes. to get
1: Wonder Woman is booked. Oh, As oh, is no. Tony Stark and uh, and, uh, but and I'm really excited s- about special things.
0: Guest. That's coming to you live from the Lindbergh Road at the Airgel Plaza Hotel in the entertainment capital of the world, Bad Eyes, California. <laughs> it's the movie <Willy laughs> Guy Superhero beast Summit and Celebrity Road.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good to see so many of you. Hogman is here, of course, the back. I see Moon Knight. Thank you for coming. Ant Man, Uncle Woman. <laughs> Billy Jane, they're all here.
0: And uh,
1: I believe uh, you're here because you know the importance of a night like this. We've been bickering too much lately. I mentioned it before uh, myself and Tony, Batman and Superman, uh, Death Stroke and Death You're both pretty, all right? But uh, I thought the best way to come together would be through laughter. I'm glad you all took me up on this in the first ever Superhero Peace Summit and Celebrity Road. Say everybody! Batman, you're going to eat a lot of crap tonight, but beforehand, I want to make sure to set things up, but just what a positive force you are, I mean, if you are to superheroics, what Michael Jackson is to music, right, just a, a mega grossing superstar, vaguely gay, and stopped being important around 2009. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, I wanted to think of some dirt on Blackwell, so I googled her, and all I found was a page and said, who? <laughs> and what can I say about Swamp Thing that hasn't already been said in the movie Flowers for Algernon? <laughs> Swamp Thing not reference. Swamp Thing not well read. <laughs> Think about it though, guys. It's Spider-Man. What's he doing in a locker room full of 15-year-old boys? Talking about organic web shooters. <laughs> hey, I got one for you. How many superheroes does it take to screw in a light bulb? just one but 12 others to ruin three city blocks like this. (laughs) I see Spider-Man is here with us. Uh, For those of us who don't know his superpower, he transforms into a different actor every other year. (laughs) Actually, I think Hulk kind of has the same power because you you always know that Bruce Banner will turn into the Hulk, but you can never tell just who the Hulk will turn back into. (laughs) There's been a lot of tension between superheroes lately. Uh, Iron Man and Captain America split up, uh, leaving the rest of the Avengers to choose sides. And I have to say, Marvel must be getting desperate for material if they're adapting my parents' divorce.
2: We're <laughs> uh, joined by my teammates, those are Captain America and Hawkeye. Hey, Captain, what's that, uh, little shield you have there
1: made out of? that's, uh, vibranium. Oh yeah, really? You know, uh, Hawkeye, you know what his shield is made out of? Quicksilver.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> because he's an alien. He's like the bulky of superheroes. But don't worry about Superman. I haven't told Donald Trump that you're
0: here in an undocumented immigrant. <laughs> I don't want to get all political on you guys. I'm not going to go ahead and start a, a hashtag uh, Marvel so white or anything. But uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so whitewashed they should just call it the Hall of Justins. <laughs> Superman, you're going to be uh, so upset later when these jokes are explained to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rose, as you know, it's when a bunch of funny people tell jokes about each other, but uh, I want to know that I'd rather have all of you here than a bunch of funny people.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. All right. This this right. Batman,
0: Batman, right? So,
1: it the so, last year, it was, uh, it, was, yeah, it was Black Widow, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Batman, Superman, and... Racist sexist swamp thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this year we've got Wonder Woman booked. She had a big movie coming out. I think Bruce Wayne is booked because he'll Ooh. be in Justice League later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Tony Stark is booked once again because he'll be in Spider Man Homecoming. So he wanted to promote his movie. And uh, and so then we'll see how else the Deus fills out from there. That's uh, excellent. Yeah. I imagine with Wolverines, well he'll be there of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. But then I imagine many of his. Friends and guests will show up as well. Oh, that's wonderful. So that's gonna be exciting. That's at six thirty on Saturday. I suggest
0: inviting Squirrel Girl. Yeah, that would be ideal. Who was be supposed ideal. to play that? Anna Kendrick.
1: I don't know. Were they doing I, a movie? What about know. What about Her Joss, Joss Whedon's was... Bat Girl? Have you oh, heard about this? Yes. What are
0: your thoughts on that? Well, so we, uh, you know, there's nothing to it yet, right? Right. It's nothing's, announced. Nothing signed. Nothing Dated. Yeah. It's just they're in talks. Wouldn't it be cool mm-hmm. if? Yeah. Uh, But wouldn't it be cool if? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Like, it's totally his type of thing.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: It's right up his alley. It's a wise, cracking, street, smart, crime-fighting lady. I think he could do it quite well. And I hope that that happens because I don't know. I'm... I'm not sure what else he's up to right now. I just know him. He'll kill her off. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll but, find a way. Yeah. You know, the good news is like, Buffy comes back
1: quite a bit. So. That's true. That's true. Right, well, let's uh, wrap things up with your favorite movie of all time. I ask everyone who comes on the show, and I think you guys came on last year, and I neglected to ask you because we did a, just a quicker segment than this last mm-hmm. year, and I got you off before I asked your favorite movie of all time. This, we ask everybody. So I'm glad I can make amends on that. Melody's looking scared to death because this is a difficult question. I've thought
2: about this for a whole year
1: You've got to rifle through a lot <laughs> of movies <laughs> to come up with the one
2: The one Now it
1: happens over time a lot for me. Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite. I mean just due to time Have I seen movies that might be better than that? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do I like them more? No I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Over time it's just the greatest So uh, whoever's ready just chime in But I'll you both never, look sort I'll never of. be ready um, <laughs> or you know what? Sometimes it's like, what's your favorite movie of all time right now?
2: Okay. That or might be what would you watch answer. right
1: now if it were on TV and you couldn't tra- change the channel? Because
0: oh. that would mean Pulp Fiction for me, so or think, Princess Bride. I think my answer is, and I this is let's just say I don't think I have a favorite movie of all time, but I probably have like a top five, and this is one of them. It is the only one I can think of right now, so I'm just going to give it. Clueless. Okay. We'll call that number love one. Clueless.
1: For now. Yeah. Your favorite movie of all time. For now. Yeah.
0: Oh. Why do you love Clueless so much? Um there are things about it that I like because it is so because I'm not crazy about it, Hi. I work in <laughs> film. I'm not crazy about film. I like television. Oh uh, okay. Television speaks got. to me. And so Clueless is one of those uh, it, like it tells the story over the span of a school year and it has like an A and it basically has act one is this story. Feels act like a season. Two is this yes, two and it feels like a, it's, <laughs> that's exactly it. And that is actually something I really like. Like um, I loved the first Sex in the City movie, which is not one of my top five. <laughs> but because it lasted a year, it was it like was Sex in the City season seven. Um, and because it it did mimic that format, then I, I appreciate that. And I think that's one of the reasons I like clues. The other reason is the language. Um, it reminds me of Buffy uh, in the way that it influenced language and culture and the fashion and the, uh, I don't know, the jokes just keep coming and it's got a lot of heart and I like the cast of characters.
1: Yeah, when a movie can do that and, it, and often somehow, let me rephrase, somehow that same genre Manages to find new and exciting ways to have all their characters speak, whether it's Heather's, right, mm-hmm. or Clueless, mm-hmm. or um,
0: I love know, like Mean Girls blonde in there, Mean yeah. Girls, um, Easy A from yeah. not that long yeah. ago. I throw that in there, and that's my it's favorite Jean the Duff. Which is
1: a I highly overlooked. Oh, it's a it's a John Hughes movie that came out two years Ugh. ago. Is it l- no it's not. But it, it's it, it's a John it, Hughes movie. They throw John a big party, use. there's all these different there's a cast
0: system, mm-hmm. you know, people don't like
1: get along and then they learn to, it's all that kind of stuff. So that genre,
0: I've never found a name for it, but it's my favorite. That like female protagonist doesn't know how cool she is. Mm-hmm. Is like my and favorite. We'll discover it as she does. Yes. That's cool. All right, Melody. Oh no. We've delayed
1: with Chris long enough.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um
1: well, I think plus we le- plus
0: we got introduced to Paul Rudd. Oh, that, which that is never See, I think you're going to go back by the way. I think you did ask last year and I think I said clearly. Did you really? Know? Uh, maybe you did.
2: <laughs> I th- No, I think you did. Yeah. I think I remember my answer. Did you dodge the question last year? No, I did not artfully dodge the question. I think I said Captain America. Winter Soldier
1: was my favorite. Uh, um that's a good one. It's that a great
2: a one. one. Um, oh, I think have
1: you seen hail hydra.com? No. It takes you oh, no. right to Donald Trump's page on but, whitehouse.gov. That's right. amazing. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to double check that. But tell us why you love. Uh...
2: Ooh. But I don't think that's going to be my answer this year. What? So, You've seen a better movie since Winter Soldier? No. I will, it's, it's one of my favorites. Um, I think, like Chris, I'm more of a TV person, but um, I do have like my top 10. Um, I think I'm going to go with Mad Max Fury Road Ooh. as one of my favorite recent movies.
0: You should have thought of that sooner. You sleep under a poster of it. I <laughs> there, should have. That's two years in a row where a movie this year, it
1: was La La Land, <gasps> won six Oscars but failed to win Best Picture. kind of crazy. La but La Ma- Land's Mad- not my favorite. No, I loved it.
2: Loved it. I liked it, but...
1: Mad Max that's Fury so Road, though. Six Oscars, but couldn't that get best picture? They just you know, because they gotta be all like Who got it that year? Yeah. Um uh, Spotlight. I, that's uh, right. I mean Spotlight which was is very, great. But yeah, it's, it's a more great movie. an Oscar prestige. Oh, to, absolutely. You know? I mean
2: Mad Max, like Give the Oscar
1: to Civil War, God, what a great movie.
2: Like hardly any special like hardly any visual effects. It's like basically a two hour car chase. And, you know, a guy playing guitar that shoots flames out of it. Who doesn't love that?
1: The movie's loony. It's loony. just out to lunch.
2: I just, I remember seeing it. Yeah, pulled it. off somehow. I remember seeing it in theaters with my friend. And even just with the opening credits, how it's like in your face. We were just like,
0: what? I know the people- whole
2: time I sat like this, just watching the movie. I just couldn't take my eyes off of it.
0: Um, you know what was amazing? <laughs> I loved Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: So did I. That so was good. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: that was a good movie. And I'll
1: tell you why. Because, I, and it won't be too much of a spoiler, because I won't tell you exactly what's going on. But at the end of the film, two gods are duking it out, more mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. And that's where a movie could just completely go off the rails. Way too many oh, special yeah. effects. Way too much, way too little, perhaps, in consequences. They're, they're two gods. And what do they do? Pac-Man call back. And mm. that brings the house down. You're like, that's so? why the Guardians win because they 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 they'll go right to the edge of where it could completely fail and they know, wait a minute, we're just having fun here. We proved it from the opening mm-hmm. oh when God, there was that a opening. massive s- a spectacle of an action sequence going on and it's in the, the background. background.
2: Yeah. And obviously, you know, you the movie just is a win. Got to love Baby Groot. Ugh.
0: Absolutely. I mean that movie. I, I had Here,
1: wait, but here's the, here's where a franchise added a baby,
0: and it still didn't tank it. <laughs> Everything that
2: a baby tree, yeah.
0: for that matter. Both Buffy and Angel did a version of that, and it didn't go so yeah. well. Look either. at how it <laughs> sank.
1: Mad about you and Family Ties, not Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. No. no, too smart for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen. Give me the last uh, word again on Wheaton Con. What's the place again? I knew Woodland Hills, but I don't know the exact. The
2: hotel. Warner Center Marriott Hotel.
0: Okay. May nineteenth through twenty first, mm-hmm. forty five dollars for we'll a whole weekend. weekend. Yes,
1: and this is the this is being recorded on the twelfth. It'll go up on the thirteenth, so you'll have today and the fourteenth. Yes. yes, the end of the fourteenth, the day yes. right to mm-hmm. get these tickets and go play the following weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, there'll so you'll, you'll, you'll be time for Alien Covenant, which opens on the nineteenth. <laughs> that that once it opens, it's open forever. Exactly. Go to Weedon Con, yeah, then go see Alien. go right. see
2: that on Monday.
1: Yeah, or go see the Midnight Show after a day of uh, frolicking with the Weed nights. Is there a term for all the
0: Weed Knights?
2: Weed Knights. Weed I'd say. I just made that up. Am no, I right? No, that, that's is that an it? actual oh, okay. term. Yeah.
0: I haven't heard that much.
2: No. Really? I've. That's the we'll one start that I hear doing a lot. it and
1: tell them I came up with it.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: Trademark. <I'll press> that. <laughs> all right. Um, well,
0: uh, yes. What final um, thoughts? Nope. Oh, oh that's no, it. I was just, trying to think of just another one. Come
2: to our con. We have food. And
0: tea, and, and, tea. Uh, yeah. and a lot of programming. Cocktails. We didn't get enough so chance to talk much. about our programming. Go to our website, go to WeedonCon, www.weedoncon.com, and check out our program schedules. We have a day programming, evening programming. We have photo sessions for sale now, autographs, these meet and greets I talked about, the cocktail parties and teas, all kinds of exciting things. And we have, um, if, can I give the websites for our charities? Sure. If you want to know more about the Al Wooten Jr. Heritage Center, go to www.wootencenter.org. And that's w-o-o-t-e-n center.org. And if you want to learn more about My Friend's Place, go to www.myfriendsplace.org.
1: I had the pleasure of interviewing Ron Glass at the Serenity premiere. I worked the red carpet and interviewed everybody, Joss nathan everybody it was really cool that is really, cool. uh, but awesome. ron yeah ron was there for that
0: so friday evening of ween con we will have a short as part of our opening ceremonies memorial service to mm-hmm. ron oh nice good call and then one year we'll get nate there yeah
1: that'd be great someday buddy. we did we did fingers crossed yeah <laughs> so come now get addicted And then keep coming back every year. That's right. and Con. And we will see you there for two shows on Saturday, two wacky shows, including our superhero roast. So thanks for tuning in. And please come on back. We will be bringing you a showcast like this, live from the show, uh, live from the con, uh, in the future. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you.